This is an ABC podcast. Hello, hello, it's Ruby here. Welcome to News Time. Hi, Ruby. Hello, Ruby. This week, we'll meet some Indigenous designers who are off somewhere rather fancy. We'll take a dive and explore an underwater forest and learn all about some life-saving backpacks. We'll hear some noisy neighbours and then, in our Wow of the Week, we'll meet a three-eyed creature of the deep. I wonder what it could be. Let's find out. Story number five. What does a fashion designer do? They design clothes for people to wear. And shoes and T-shirts and skirts and skirts. Yes, and a group of Indigenous Australian fashion designers are pretty excited right now because their creations are going to be worn at a big fashion show. Very cool. Bardi, Nyulnyul and Nyikinya woman Nat Dan designs swimmers and they're going to be shown off at New York Fashion Week. That's a big event in the United States where designers from all over the world show off the clothes they've designed. People are walking up and down a pathway so people can see what they're wearing. Nat says Indigenous fashion is getting more and more popular here and overseas. And she won't be the only designer from Western Australia there either. Bobby Lockyer will be showing her beautiful designs too. She's a Gariara, Nyaluma, Nyulnyul and Yaru woman from the Pilbara. It will be cool for them to show off some Indigenous art. It's a big honour to be selected. Millions of people will be able to see all the hard work that Nat and Bobby have put in. Story number four. In the ocean around Tasmania, there are dark, thick underwater forests. Huge, towering seaweed trees. Underwater trees kelp wrapped around them. Almost. These underwater forests are giant kelp. It's a type of seaweed that grows up to 40 metres high. That's about as tall as a 10-storey building. Wow! It's filled with aquatic plants and animals like fish and sometimes seals. Yes, these kelp forests are home to lots of different animals. Just like forests on land, kelp forests are important because they take carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. That helps fight the effects of global warming and climate change. But for the last 60 years, these underwater forests have been slowly disappearing. Kelp can't survive in warm water, and there's a lot of that coming into the area thanks to the East Australian current. And that's making all those poor animals not have anywhere to live. Another challenge is sea urchins. They like to munch on kelp. They do. Hungry urchins can munch through entire kelp forests. 
But now, a team of scientists is trying to bring back these underwater forests by encouraging people to catch and eat sea urchins. They're also doing some experiments, trying to grow giant kelp that are better at surviving in warm water. Scientists grow these baby super kelp and then they go for a dive and plant them underwater. Very cool. Story number three. Can you give me an example of an emergency situation? When your house is on fire and you have a fire escape plan, you escape the house with everything you need and then the firemen come and put all the fire away. It's a situation where something bad has happened to a person or an animal and they need serious help. Yes, one kind of emergency is a natural disaster. That's something like a flood or a bushfire. In natural disasters, people often need to leave their homes quickly. The most important thing, priority number one, is to get to somewhere safe. And now there are some special red and black backpacks that have been made to help people with disabilities do just that when there's an emergency happening. These bags are part of a program called EMBA. That stands for Emergency Management Backpack Evacuation Resource. They're filled with things that can make it easier to leave your home in a hurry. Lunchbox, bandages, a first aid kit, and a soft cuddly toy. Tablets, medicine. Good ideas. These bags have a checklist with what to pack, a torch, a battery-powered radio, and, of course, a first aid kit. The idea came about when some people working at a business had to evacuate really quickly because of a bushfire, and they realised it was difficult to communicate important information to some of the people with disabilities who worked there. And the people who created Ember also have a free phone app so that people who are deaf or hard of hearing or non-verbal can communicate with rescuers and read about what's going on more easily. They might not be able to hear the fire alarm and their parents. People who are hearing impaired can get to safety quickly. Exactly. And even though Ember is made for people with disabilities, it can be useful for everyone. Story number two. Very soon, some people who live near Brisbane in Queensland will be getting some groovy grey neighbours, a bunch of koalas. I'd like to live with koalas. They could come to my house. They're cute and cuddly and endangered and then it would be cool to have an endangered species living right next to my house. Bailey's Ridge has been a farm for more than a hundred years. The farmers there have kept cows and grown delicious fruit and veggies like cabbage and watermelon and cauliflower. But not very long ago, the family who owned the farm decided to sell their land and it's about the size of 45 soccer fields. Lots of people wanted to buy it, 
But in the end, it was snapped up by the koala fund. The koalas are the boss of the farm. Well, they could be soon. The koala fund is a group of people who use their own money to buy land to help save koalas and the environment. So soon, koalas will move into Bailey's Ridge. Koalas are endangered in Queensland and in New South Wales and the ACT. Why? Is it because lots of people are chopping down their trees? Yep, land clearing is part of it. Their numbers have also dropped because of climate change and bushfires and disease. Not very cool at all, because koalas are a unique species and cannot be found anywhere else in the world. So if we lose them, they're gone for good. The Australian Koala Foundation says there are only about 60,000 koalas left in the wild. This new koala habitat will give some Queensland koalas a safe place to live. Now let's talk about a different animal with our... Wow of the Week. This story made me go wow because this was one of the most interesting ones ever. Half a billion years ago, a three-eyed animal lived in the ocean and it was much bigger than most other sea creatures. This ancient animal glided along the bottom of the ocean like a stingray. It had spiny claws ready to snap up anything that came too close. Now, some scientists in Canada have found a huge stash of fossils from this animal that are so well preserved, they show its brain and its nerves. My jaw just dropped. Joseph Moisik is part of the team studying these prehistoric predators, and he says the fossils show that two of their eyes stuck out on stalks, and then it had a giant eye in the middle of its head. If I had eyes like that, I would be able to see over a lot of high things. You sure would. This animal was about 20 centimetres long, and it's a distant relative of today's arthropods. That's a group that includes insects and spiders and crustaceans, like crabs. But spiders have way more eyes than that. Well, yes, exactly. Some modern animals evolved, or changed over time, to have even more eyes. Like spiders, they usually have eight. Scientists have been studying this creature's brain and its nerves to figure out exactly how it worked. They say it's very rare to find a brain that's 500 million years old. It's pretty cool because if they can study that, then maybe they could also find a way to clone other crustaceans that might have gone extinct. Maybe one day. There are 268 fossils in the collection and scientists are pretty excited to learn how modern insects and spiders and crustaceans came to be. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of our news time journey. Thank you, Ruby. Thank you, Ruby. You are very welcome. And don't forget to do the news time quiz. It's in the show notes. Bye, Ruby. 
Bye, Ruby. See you later. Goodbye. Or, as they say in Punjabi, Fer Milange. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to, and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.